You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. So at our church, our, our men's ministry is, is not just a men's ministry. You're going to see it's not just a place where we get together in buildings and sing some songs and have some cool cars show up and have some food. It is nothing like that. It's a moment that changes everything you thought you knew about yourself. Deep down inside of you and me is a man waiting to emerge. You were born male, but there's a man waiting to emerge. And that man only comes out when you're in a presence in an atmosphere like this. When you're in a church that says that is not who you were born to be. There was more on the inside of you. There was something greater on the inside of you. Listen, our country right now is in the state that it's in because of weak men. But it's because of those weak men that strong men now have to rise up. And we are now in the moment of strong men rising up. Strong men, emerged men, emerged men who are maskless, unafraid, emerged men like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that would rather burn than bow, emerged men like Daniel who was told that if you pray you will die, goes home, opens up the windows of his room, kneels down so the entire world can see him and praise to God. He did not have a cease and desist order. He had a death wish. So he opens up his windows and says, I want everybody to see me today because I'm about to do something great. Merge men like David who steps onto the battlefield at 14 years old. He says, man, I might not have everything, but I got God with me and I'm about to show up because just like then, it was weak men that created that problem. It is weak men that's creating our problem. But it's when weak men rise to leadership that strong men rise up and take back what is rightfully ours. And that is what this moment is right here. That is what Emerge Conference is. That is what this ministry is all about. It's about unleashing the real man on the inside of you. The real man that says enough is enough. The real man that stands when everybody else sits. The real man that stays in the fight when everybody else sits on the sidelines. The real man that gets that righteous anger like Pastor John was talking about. That violent man that says, this is it. This is a moment I was born for. This is a time I was born for. So many people right now hate the the times that we live in. One of the most sickening things is when people talk about not bringing children into the world because it's such a dangerous and horrible world. This is a perfect time to bring children into the world. This is a perfect time to teach your children what it means to fight, what it means to stand, what it means to worship, what it means to pray, what it means to not bow down, what it means to trust in God, what it means to do the impossible. There is no better time to be alive than this moment right here. A lot of people say this is the worst time to be alive. If it was the worst time to be alive, and we know that God knows the beginning from the end. We also know that God, before we were born, God knew us. And if God knows the beginning from the end, and before we were born, God knew us, if I was God, I would do this. And I believe it's what he did. 
in the hardest times, it's in the best you got. If it's the worst time to be alive, God sent the best of us. If you're living in the best days, you're his best choice. This is the moment you were born for. It's time to step into it. It's time to emerge tonight. It's time to let fear aside and step into the courageous man that you are. You can take your seat if you're brave enough to do so. I'm going to preach with the worship team tonight because they've been crushing it, dude. There is like, when men get up here, you know what I'm talking about? They just light you up. You guys can come out. Let's do this. Yeah, let's go. Let me talk about this man named Benaniah. Dude, every dude loves that story, you know what I mean? Like, he's your dream man. He's your man crush in the Bible, really. But I'm talking about a merged man, and merged man just like Benaniah. The Bible talks about in 2 Samuel 23, it talks about the story of Benaniah. And it's only a couple verses long. But it tells that he's one of the mighty men of David. And it tells why he is. One of the reasons that the story says, and it's only a few words long, it says, Benaiah went into a pit on a snowy day and he killed a lion. There's books written about that. There was messages preached about that. There was so much you can get just from that short little piece right there. Benaniah went down in a pit on a snowy day and killed a lion. What I love about him and what I know that that same spirit of Benaniah is on the inside of every one of us is that Benaniah was not content to just to contain the lion. See, he dug a pit. He trapped him. But containing him or trapping him was not enough for him. See, so much of what we live through, so much that we go through right now, you and I are content with just containing the problems that we have. We are content with just trapping him. We are content with just living with it. Because if you would ask somebody else, he's a crazy man for going in that pit. The lion is no longer a, a, a threat to me. The, no, the lion is no longer going to hurt anybody. Why go in there? He's trapped. Nothing can happen. But he was not content with living with the problem. He wasn't content until the lion was dead, until the lion was gone. And how many of us right now are going through that in our world? How many of us are content with living with the things that we should be killing? The world we live in right now, we are content living with things that we should kill. We are okay when the churches close their doors. We are okay when restaurants don't want us in. We are okay when people take away our freedoms and our liberties. We are okay when the unborn are getting slaughtered. We are okay living with these things because it's not affecting us. Benaniah was an emerged man. Because when he could have left the lion, he killed it. When he could have walked away and said, I've done it, I trapped him, he finished what he started. We are living in a moment right now where the world is depending on you and I to finish what we started. Our children are depending on it. Our schools are depending on it. Our city is depending on it. Our nation is depending on it. The world is looking at the United States of America to say who is willing to finish what they started. Who is not content to just contain the problem anymore. That's Benaniah. 
What I love about this man and what I believe, the Bible says that Benaniah dug a pit. The lion fell in a pit that I believe Benaniah dug for him a trap. Most people would wait for the lion to attack and build up their defenses. Benaniah didn't do that. Benaniah didn't play defense, he played offense. He understood that they saw a lion roaming around and he knew that lion was a threat. And he said, before the lion attacks, I'm gonna kill it. How many of us are playing defense in our world right now? How many of us are praying for healing only when we're sick? How many of us are, are praying for help before our family's sick? Before we're sick? I don't want to brag, but I never had COVID. I refuse to get it. I refuse to get it. Now, I'm not saying I'm the model, but I am saying we can learn a thing or two from Ben and I are right here. We can learn a thing or two that maybe it's time for you and I to stop playing defense. Maybe it's time to stop hoarding up and making a wall and sitting there and hope that the wall is going to keep the enemy from attacking us. We leave our house or we go on a trip, we pray a hedge of protection around our house. Maybe we start praying prayers that keep the devil away from our neighborhood. Maybe we start praying prayers and doing things that makes the devil scared to even show his face in the city of San Diego. Maybe we go on the offense like Benaniah. He says, I'm not waiting for the lion to attack me. I'm not waiting for the lion to attack my family. I'm not waiting for one more person to die. I'm going to go after this man. I'm going to go after this giant. I'm going to go after this beast and take it down. What is the lion in our world? What is the lion in your world tonight? That you're content with just living with it. Or you're waiting for it to come after you. Maybe it's time for you to kill that thing. Maybe it's time for you to take out that lion. That's what men's emerge ministry is about. Pastor Jurgen and Leanne dug a pit. They played the offense. When they first started the church, God spoke to Pastor Jürgen and asked him, but God spoke to him and says, you need to buy buildings. You need to buy buildings. Now, a lot of people out there don't buy buildings when, when you're doing churches. You rent things, you don't have to worry about maintenance and all these other things. But God spoke to Pastor Jürgen and said, you need to buy buildings. When COVID shut down, so many churches around the nation had to close because they were meeting in places that weren't their own. But not our church. Not Awaken. Why? Because our pastors did not wait for the enemy to attack them. 16 years ago, they got a word from God. They said, attack first. We didn't have to shut down because we were playing the offense. Because we were digging pits. Let me finish with this. Ben and I, I like to think this. That Ben and I wasn't even affected by the lion. He was one of David's mighty men. I, I think he was traveling around the countryside doing multiple things and he came, came along to a village or a city and he saw that there was a lion there and he could have walked by, he could have gone by, he could have done something else, but he didn't. 
He could have kept doing his own thing, but he didn't. He made their problem his problem. He made their problem his problem. He made their fight his fight. What do I mean by that? A lot of people are leaving San Diego. Are leaving because, and, and their excuse is, well, it's, it's my kids, and I, I want to take them to a place that's not so crazy and, and everything like that. And my response always to that is, well, what about somebody else's kids? What about the kids that can't leave? What about the single moms that can't? What about the kids in public school that that's their only choice for education? What about the unborn kids? What about the people in our city, in our state, that the only person will fight for them is you? Are we so selfish that our legacy is only us? That our life is only lived for ourselves? There is a world waiting and looking and hoping. There are children hoping that you would rise up praying every night who doesn't have a dad doesn't have a leader and is praying that there might be somebody who no longer walks by who no longer stands by and watches bad things happen but makes a stand for something greater than themselves I believe there's still men in this city who will fight I still believe there are men in this city who will draw a line I still believe that these times have created men Strong men, men who are willing to fight, who are willing to die, who are willing to burn, who are willing to do anything and everything to see a city transformed, to see a nation changed. This is a moment you were born for. This is an area that you were born into. Let's stand to our feet tonight. We're going to worship right now to finish this off. This is the moment you draw the line. Why do I love what we do and emerge in our church? Because we're making men. We're transforming what you thought a man was. Understanding this life is not just fighting about what you have, but fighting for the person next to you, fighting for the families in this city, making a stand in your workplace, making a stand around this nation. I believe that San Diego is leading the way for the rest of the United States and the United States for the rest of the world. But it only happens. It only happens when you leave this place. It's great what happens here, but it's put to the test when you leave. What will you do? What will you say? How will you live? What's on the inside of you? What things you've been living with? What things you've been containing that you need to kill? What things have you been playing defense against that you need to play offense against? Come on, let's lift our hands right now. Let's start worshiping. God, I thank you right now in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you, God, that this is a moment. God, I believe that there are men in this city. God, that there are men in this church all around this city, all around this county at this very moment. God, I, I declare 
that there is a fire being birthed on the inside of them. God, that there is a spirit of Benaniah. God, that there's more mighty men, more mighty men ready to rise up, ready to stand, ready to fight, ready to die, ready to do what needs to be done so that our city and our nation can see the best days. God, I thank you for the strong men, for the godly men, for the emerged men tonight that will see something extraordinary happen. Right now, God, we declare that this is a moment of rebirthing of who we are, a rebirthing of who we are. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.